Hey, everybody, it's Heather Chadwell. Hey, guys, it's Lacey Skulls from VH1's Rock of Love, and this is Talk of Love, the new podcast. This isn't just reality, this is real life. What's up, everybody? We're back. I'm Heather. Hey, guys, it's Lacey Mother Effin' Skulls. Whoop! We are back with all the tea, episode five. Talk of Love. We are covering Charm School today because Yay. so many questions. Um, and I feel like we need probably the whole episode for I this. I think we should take the whole episode. And we decided to go ahead and wear some plaid skirts yes, for the occasion. Yes, our Charm School attire. Yeah. yeah or our expelled from Charm School attire. Maybe. <laughs> Correct. Expelled, yes. expelled outfits. Kind yes. of, sort of. Exactly. Just amped up a little bit. Yeah. But I think we're going to do a couple comments of the week first before yes. we get into it because you guys, uh, the comments are just so overwhelming. It's so amazing. And there's some funny as hell ones too. So. You guys are really awesome. Like, please keep the comments coming. <laughs> keep the questions coming. You guys are awesome. We really appreciate you guys watching and helping to make this podcast a success. Yes. But uh, you guys are like just as much a part of this as we are. And we're really enjoying the interactions between us and you guys. So keep it coming. Keep it coming. Yes. Okay, so um, yes, as Heather just said, uh, we've been talking a lot about Rock of Love. Um, last time we got into, uh, in previous episodes, we got into I Love Money. But yes, we are going to focus on Charm School this time. But first, we are going to do the da-da-da-da, uh, drumroll, please, drumroll, comment of the week. Okay, so every week, every episode, when you guys uh, put your comments, we always pick one of our favorites, and the winner gets uh, the comment of the week award on yes. um, our podcast and uh, not much of a reward except maybe a shout out. We'll give you a shout out. Yeah. That's that's uh, the rewards yeah. we have right now. Uh, there, you, there you go. Maybe as we go <laughs> along, we'll get better ones. But for now, yeah. you get a shout out. There you go. <laughs> so this one is from uh, Char- Char- Charlie? Charlie Davenport. That's a beautiful name and yes. interesting spelling. I probably am butchering it. But um, <laughs> so uh, Charlie Davenport says... Please, please, please answer my question and give me a shout out. Here's your shout out, Charlie Davenport. Shout out, girl. You rock. Mrs. Davenport in the house. Okay, so please uh, answer my question. Give me a shout out. My name is Charlie. Oh, here it is. If I had read more than like five sentences in, you say, pronounce Charlie. I remember. <laughs> this is why we failed out of um, charm school and all other schools. Okay, so I remember watching Rock of Love when it first aired, and you both were always my favorite. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. I loved the friendly chemistry between you both. Heather, you look amazing now. Yes, you do. Thank you. And um, by the way, I have to stop for a second. Your hair is on point. It looks amazing. Your hair is incredible. Thank um, you so much. I had a uh, girl named Susanna contact me on Instagram today and offered to do my hair for the show. Nice. She's at the Hair Standard in Summerlin. Look, uh, in Summerlin. Nevada, and she and her colleague would like to do our hair oh, for the fantastic. shows. I know you're not going to let anybody touch the color or anything, <laughs> but perhaps maybe, you know, do a spruce it up a style uh, or something sometime. Would you be open to I that? I would totally be open to that. So Absolutely. thank you, Susanna, thank for you, Susanna. doing my hair for this She shoot. looks amazing. And thank you for the compliments. Yes, indeed. Very much. Um, so she says, Heather, you look amazing now. I'm so sorry, but you used to look like that messy friend that just got roofied at your best friend's party and stumbled out of the bathroom after puking up everything but their memories. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. That was me, That's actually. That's pretty good. Charlie, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I feel like all of those things happen, too. I think they all happen, too. They that all was just, did, which I, is why I don't drink anymore. That was like also just, that was just a Tuesday, too. That was really uh, just a Tuesday. That was a brunch. <laughs> she said, it's okay because I envy you and your beauty and now realize uh, with, as I aged, that you were just rocking what your mama and God gave you. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, God did not give me anything. Satan, on the other hand, gave me a lot. So that's a different episode. Um, Lacey, your personality is astounding. Thank you. Um, I used to absolutely hate your guts. Most people did. And some most do, still do. Um, like literally hoping the tour bus would run you down. <laughs> you guys would never be that lucky. Uh, but, I, <laughs> but I am now choking on those words because you're amazing. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, I know they talk about hookups and BJ's backstage. Was it really backstage hooking up from groupies because um, 
Oh no, that's the. End. I know. Okay. Well, um, we did <laughs> talk. A little, we talked a little bit about the BJ's and all that stuff uh, on the previous episode, but we'll just um, have to when we bring the cast members on themselves, they can tell you what they did and didn't do. There you go. We don't kiss and tell. Oh yeah, we just have some hearsay. There you but. go. So, um, but that's a really amazing. Isn't that hilarious? That's great. Uh, so then we have a runner-up comment of the week from Mama Jody Lynn. Uh, her comment is Heather two thousand seven. Her hair deserves its own show. Heather 2020, her hair, her hair still deserves its own show. <laughs> yes, I think we should have the Heather reality show for Heather hair reality show. <laughs> hair that, of love. Hair of love, that needs to happen. <laughs> All right, so now let's get into these um, charm school questions. So yes. um, Scott Beach, straight to the point, can we get into charm school? I don't think it's been talked about much in podcast in podcast series. Yes, that's true. So we're going to get into that today. Um, so let's start from the very beginning. So I know, Heather, before we even stepped foot on the set of Charm School, yes. you had a very specific strategy going into Charm School. So let's, I talk, did. let's talk about that. Okay, well, first off, I did not want to do Charm School. Mm. I was so exhausted, you guys. Like, literally, I was alcohol poisoned. I was partying way too hard on and off the set. And um, the weekends I was doing appearances and I was just on bender after bender. I was just really, really um, just worn out. You weren't feeling it. No. And so when they asked, would you rather do like charm school or I love money? I'm like, I would rather do I love money. And even with that, you know, I just kind of just wanted to go and kind of half-ass a little bit, not half-ass. Like if I go in, I'm going full force, but I don't, I'm not going full force to win because I thought I was getting my own show. Oh, so I'm going right. to go in and I'll bring outfits and like change and do all that because that's fun. But, um, you know, I just, and honestly, you know, no offense, but I just didn't want to live in another rock of love house with the yes. same girls and the same fights because we all know each other by now. We all know our antics. Yes. And I was just over it and I was really exhausted. It was a lot. It, it's, it's physically demanding. You don't get in a, a lot of sleep. It's emotionally, emotionally demanding. psychologically. Yeah. I mean, it's really, really, you're put through the ringer. And so I just really wasn't strong enough at that time. And, and so they called me and said, hey, listen, what if we do it in London? Will you will you sign on if if we if it's filmed in London? And is it any consolation that Sharon's a fan? She likes it. And I'm like, that's absolutely a consolation because I love her and I've never been to London and I want to go. So I didn't hear the whole London thing. Before. Yeah. Well, okay. maybe that was just a lie to like get me get you on. on. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, okay. Yeah. Then I, you know, because it's out, you know, it's a different country and like yeah. whatever. Um, so they were considering doing it in London at one point? I don't know. That was just told to me when I said I didn't That's want to do it. Because I remember when um, they asked me to do Charm School, I had known that Ricky Lake, was it Ricky Lake? Or yeah, was she's it on the third season. Okay, so it was Monique. Mo Monique was the first Monique season. Monique had done The Flavor of Love Charm yeah. School. So we didn't know, or I didn't know when they called and asked who was going to be the, what they call her, the, the, the mistress or what did they yeah. call What was her title? I don't know. I can't remember. But like the main woman of, yeah. the, of, of Charm School, yeah. we didn't know who it was going to be. I and knew because they told me. So they hadn't told me yet. But they yet. didn't tell you? So they just okay. called me. And, and you know, it's really funny that you say that because I actually didn't really want to do Charm School either. Yeah. And sort of for the exact same reasons. And also it's one thing that like Brett was going to be there, but now it's like not even going to be Brett. No, it's going to be just, all these girls. Yeah, and that sounded like, like a nightmare. Oh. But, uh, but then I remember asking them like, well, so who's going to be the head mistress or whatever her title was? Yeah. And they said Sharon Osbourne. I was like, oh my God, yeah. count me in. I completely changed. Definitely. That was a turning was point for the, me too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I was, I mean, I was still hesitant on going in because I'm like, I thought this was like, okay, this is the last show that I have to just, I just let me just get through this and then I'll have my own show. And I'm just like, oh, this is the last one I can do. Like I'm half, I felt half dead. I yeah. really did. Like I didn't need charm school. I needed rehab. <laughs> Like yeah, I needed a sense. detox, you know, but um, I negotiated a really great price. That's great. And uh, I wanted half up front. Mm -hmm. And they, so they did that. Because um, I'm like, I'm not going in there without a nice chunk and getting yeah. tormented and then not having a portion of my bills paid prior. Like I just- That was what was good that we so, did actually have room to negotiate. Because everybody wants to know like, how did it pay? And Rock of Love uh, was just- 100 a day. That's when no, nobody that knows it. anything. That but was after it. that, now we they were know. able to negotiate- because I'm like, do you um, want a villain or not? Like, hey, what are you willing to pay me for that? Right. <laughs> so we were able to negotiate a little yeah. bit better, you know. Yeah. Money. Like on coming back on the season two and three and whatnot. One billion dollars. <laughs> and weren't that lucky. As I pet my <laughs> evil cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I actually, um, I was just like going, I was going to go in there. 
Um, and of course, I had my my normal strategy. I want to go get like a piercing or a like. But a lot of people don't know that Brett tattoo that was planned. I didn't know I was going to get his name. I knew I was going to get a tattoo. I'd never gotten a tattoo in my it life. Was planned by you. Yes, I knew when I was going to go do this show, Rock of Love. I'm like, I'm going to do something just wild on there. But I figured it'd be like an eyebrow piercing or something, but or maybe just a regular tattoo. I didn't know. And then finally, I was like. I'll just do that. Yeah. So, um, so it was same, an awesome move. Right. It was pretty good. It was great. Yeah. So, um, same thing went with charm school, but I wanted to really um, amp it up because it, it's like 20 girls again. So you need to come out and stand out. And the only way that I could do that is just be ridiculous. So my, <laughs> me and Sham, my tranny friend, um, we went to hustler on Hollywood Boulevard. We found the most ridiculous shit we could find. I went and got my eyebrow pierced because I planned to take it off, and which I did. Um, I got my, my nails painted red, like red French, and I usually have them white, which I planned on cutting them, and I did. Um, I got all of these crazy wild, like um, hookerish type, like streetwalker stuff just to make an impression. Hooker chic. Yeah, hooker chic. <laughs> and then, but then I also bought like headbands and frilly socks. And so, you know, as you watch the transformation. You can see at the very beginning. But the, So I planned that. Um, so you wanted to be really obvious. You wanted to be like, here's Heather at the beginning of Charm School. Yes. Here is Heather throughout as yes. Charm School and progresses. And I really wanted to, I didn't plan on winning because I just wanted to get through it to and do a good TV show so I could get my, my show was supposed to be next, right? Okay. So I'm like, Which okay. was I Heart Heather. Correct. correct? Yes. So um, I get all these wild and crazy outfits and I walk out and the first thing that said is something about my outfit. So it worked. You know, they took the bait. Yeah. And so the pretty much the first comments are about my hair and your out, my outfit and your hair. Yes. So, um, you know, and that's what you want when you're doing these reality shows. You've you got 20 stand females. Out. You got, like, why am I going to wear a plaid skirt when they're giving us a plaid skirt? Right. I already watched the first season. I'm not coming in a plaid skirt when I'm going to be wearing one every night. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. I'm going to come in something ridiculous and I'm going to transform into something, you know. And I really was, really, really was going to try because like I said, I just needed to, to detox. I needed to like, you know, get everything nice and as sober as possible for when I did my own show because I'm what just you, like... What huh? did you think about um, the fact that they had uh, the... The winner got a monetary uh, reward, which was what? Was that $200,000? $100,000. $100,000. $100, yes. yes. I thought I was getting that for my own show. Okay, okay. That's so what like, I thought my pay was. Okay. So, so you're I, like, screw it as far as like already, winning trying right. school. I'm, and I'm getting a, a nice chunk of money okay. just to go do it. So your goal was mainly to have a transformation, but you weren't really planning on winning, but you also wanted to create good television. Good television. So and then I to also- To set yourself up for I Heart Heather. Correct. Got and it. I wanted okay. to transform. And then I also, like midway through- you know, I went, I quit everything cold turkey. So I went through withdrawals on there. Wow. And so a lot of people don't know that. It well, definitely went primarily through alcohol. And alcohol, anti-anxiety medicine. And I also saw other people advancing. Uh, so they started like, you know, sneaking off and smoking in the bathroom. Mm. So they weren't seen as that. Or they, or oh. the one girl went on a hunger strike because she had ate all of her anti-anxiety medicine as soon as we got in there because it's so stressful. So she went on a hunger strike until she oh got more. So I'm like, okay, so you guys are amping Wait, up. Wait, that your, really happened? That really happened. Oh my God. Yes. I'm not even aware of that at yes. all. Yes. So, so I crazy. started thinking like, well, this is ridiculous if everybody's wow. just in the bathroom smoking and taking their anti-anxiety. But I mean, listen, if you have um, anti, if you have an anxiety issue, like I get it, we have that. Um, but I'm just sitting here going, well, I'm not going to do that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. Like, I need to like, I need to dry out. And Sharon was like, Heather, this isn't rehab. I'm like, mm -hmm. I know it's not, but I need it. And it is for me. Yes. You know, so like, I can't believe I you planned, just quit cold turkey. Yeah, and then so, also going into that like chaotic, chaotic environment without any of the like medicines or anything that you are accustomed to. Yeah. I, I don't even know how you, you did that. Right. And then, so that's the, the, um, the night that we got into, and, and then also I really was very uncomfortable with some challenges. I just, um, I was really not that happy when I got there because I wasn't comfortable physically. I am really allergic to dust and like mold. And that house was very old and oh, very dirty. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't, I was having, I couldn't breathe that well. I, I The vibe was really, it felt haunted to me. Yeah, like I felt really very anxious. Yeah. I, you know, and I just, I was like, Already, I've been partying and doing these shows. So I just was, I really wasn't healthy mentally, physically, anything. And so Lacey actually had called me prior. And um, yeah, I want to get into that sure. for a second. So, um, so when I was uh, told that I was going to be a part of Charm School with Sharon Osborne, and 
uh, when I was told about who the cast members were going to be and I learned that Heather was going to be on there, um, my wheels are like automatically turning and spinning. And, you know, as I've told you guys in previous episodes, I'm always really doubtful on the quote unquote reality of these reality shows. You know, for instance, as I told you guys before, when I was doing um, Rock of Love, I was doubtful about how much Brett was really there looking for love. And so that's where I, I kind of developed this uh, this character, this villain character. Yes. And so my whole, uh, basically my, my perspective is like, I want to go on and I just want to create really great TV. And my way of standing out is being the villain character. Sure, sure. And just being like the Bugs Bunny and just causing like, you know, chaos yes. everywhere and like messing with everybody and sitting back and like chewing yeah. like carrot and laughing. And, yeah. And, so uh, you wanted to, <laughs> to, to, do, to do the thing same again. thing. And I just, I just assume on these shows, I know that they're going to carry me to the very end because yes. I make good TV. You do. And uh, thank you. And, yes. um, but I also just assume that like they're never going to have me be the winner because that would just be, I mean, I, the villain can't win, you know? <laughs> so I knew that. So going into charm school, I was, I was doubtful. Like, are these girls really trying to transform? And also having, I love Sharon Osbourne. I'm such a uh, huge fan of hers, her, but she would not be the person to like teach people manners. And like, she, like every other word is like the F-bomb with her. So, you know, I, I wouldn't imagine she'd be the one to like teach people to transform. You but know? I feel she's like, like such a rock and roller, you know? Well, I feel like, <laughs> but she's got such a soft side because she's a mother and she has daughters. Oh, she has that motherly warmth. So for I sure. really like when Sharon, there's something about Sharon. Like I literally have so much respect for her. And I just, like, I just felt this warmth of, you I know, with her. Too. So, but anytime she would walk out, I would just like straighten up. It's kind of like when a drill sergeant comes out when you're in the army, you straighten up. And she would look at me like, what are you doing? But I, was, I just had so much respect for her. I just wanted to like, thank Be you for being here. You. I'm so honored that I get to do a project with you. Sorry, I look like a fucking streetwalker, <laughs> but it'll make sense down the road. But um, yeah, but yeah, I just, so I, I, I felt I, like she was like, when I would have conversations with her, I felt like she was very warm and very like I got heartfelt and compassionate motherly. and motherly. And Absolutely. I really, really loved her then, now and forever. I completely 100% yeah. agree with everything that you just said. But when I was, I, I still had my doubts about how much like, was this real as far as getting the girls to transform. So what happened was before we started even stepped foot onto the set, my wheels are turning. Like, how are we going to make this just amazing TV? Because that's always where my brain is at on these shows. Like, how are we going to make this amazing television? So I called you up and I was like, hey, Heather, it's Lacey. And, you know, you and I had had like sort of falling out on uh, Rock of Love, but we'd sort of like reconciled a little bit. Yeah. We hadn't really talked a whole lot, but we had like- But we made up, we on, made up on the reunion. There was no yeah, beef we had, you know, past is past. Exactly. We, we realized had, that. Totally. We and cool. we had talked a little bit yeah. like in between Rock of Love and- and Charm School. So then I called Heather up and I was like, hey, so this is going to be really fun and I want to be the villain character again. But what is better, you know, of, than one villain, but two? And we could be like this, like these powerhouse, you know, like we just go in and we could just like own it. And if it's like two of us and you're super strong and powerful, I'm super strong. And we could just go in and just like annihilate all these girls and just scare the crap out of them. Yeah. So this was sort of like where I wanted to go. And I was a little disappointed by, but I understand your answer. So tell them what you said to me. Well, I think your idea was great. And had you been cast, which you should have been on Isle of Money 1, we could have done that. Yeah, That would have been the prime. The appropriate place. But, you know, um, some things happened after that show. And I was just like really exhausted. And I really need, just needed to get healthy physically and mentally. Um, you weren't like, I'm trying to make enemies. That wasn't no, your, that I just, wasn't where like, you were I was at. so exhausted. I'm like, I don't want to fight with anybody on here. I really just want to go in, do a transformation like physically and then also like cut out everything and like just try to get healthy um, for my show, which would be coming up next. Just to like, this, I felt like this would be a good like kind of stepping stone because then I'm kind of like softening up and then I'll be ready to date on my own show. So Yeah, so that's but, what she told me. She told me like very respectfully, like that wasn't, her, it was bad timing. Her, and that wasn't just wasn't your agenda. And I was yes. like, okay, I get it. So then when uh, when Charm School started, that's sort of why I um, gravitated towards Megan. Really, Megan gravitated towards me. Yes. Because she was sort of like the villain character on, on her season, which was um, Rock of Love 2. Yes. I was the villain character on Rock of Love 1. So we were like— we knew that we could feed off of each other. Sure. In that kind of villainous way. Yes. She, just, she didn't care. I mean, as evident by, um, she just like— I remember when we all were like— you know, Sharon was asking everybody, like, how do we want to be a better, our better selves? And she was like, I just want to be a trophy wife. Yeah. So she sort of was like, she was antagonizing. And I recognized that right away. Yes. And I was like, oh, there's another fellow antagonizer. Yes. I gravitated towards her and we fed off of each other really well. And we both irritated the hell out of everybody. <laughs> and, um, and so unfortunately, 
because we kind of teamed up as these villains and then Brandy C was in there. You were, that was not your agenda was to be a villain. You were wanting to do this transformation. So you sort of separated from us and yeah. we were sorry, this villain pack. And then right. you were among the girls, including like Brandy M, that were legitimately trying to make yourselves better over the period of charm school. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, I'm just... I'm going through charm school and, um, you know, then we get to the episode where we have to like transform into a boy and like go <laughs> on a date. And by this point, like my anxiety is through the roof. I'm completely uncomfortable in this house. Uh, I don't Christy feel- Christy Joe. Like- Let's talk about Christy Joe oh, for she a second. she did really good. That she owned was it. amazing. You know These girls she- are really good at this. Like they got hopped in their outfits and they owned it. I was freaking miserable. I wanted to leave right then and there. You I were just, super uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. You know who Christy Joe? I By the way, I love Christy Joe. We jo. love her. She's Come great. on, Come girl. on our show, Christy We want to hear your story. You know who she actually um, reminded me of when she did her fat suit? Did you ever watch Friends? Yes. I was, I was all about Friends. Mon- yeah. Monica, yeah. So remember when they had like young Monica and young Monica was like a fat Monica? Yes. That was totally Christy Joe. And Christy Joe was in her fat suit, but she like owned it. She, she did. was having such a good time. Yeah. That so was- I found I found that that challenge extremely uncomfortable. I was already like not feeling well. So I just decided to get really, really drunk. And so that was not good. Um, because I was already, my my mental state wasn't... Um, Getting really, really drunk isn't good? Well, not when you're, <laughs> not when you were like, I felt like I was going to freaking die or have It's a- never the answer. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, so. <laughs> never the answer. Just ask Rock of Love Lacey in Las Vegas crawling on the bar. Very true. <laughs> Getting really, really drunk is never the way to go. <laughs> so... Um, Basically, so we went to the bar and everybody's having fun. Like Brandy sees make meeting guys and she's cool with it. She's oh, having, Brandy was like making yeah, yeah, she like, didn't give people. shit. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> she's like I don't give a fuck. Like let's just party. Like yeah. you know, and I was like, gosh, this is like they're having a good time. But I was sitting at the bar and I was so miserable, so 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 miserable. I just wanted to go back and take it all off and I wanted to go to bed. I just didn't feel well and I started like throwing up because I drank myself into oblivion. And then I got back to the house and I was just that was re- just the beginning of a horrible, horrible night for so many reasons. Totally. Yeah. So I was so so uncomfortable and I I was I couldn't breathe. I was having asthma issues. Um and I think at this point I don't even think I was taking my, you know, anti-anxiety medicine for when I have panic attacks and stuff. So I think at that point I'm like, okay, after this, like I'm not drinking, I'm not taking anything. Like I'm going cold turkey and I'm gonna be completely sober by the end of this and I'm gonna be completely all cleaned up by the time I do my own show. Yeah. So essentially, like, I just went through, like, withdrawals on that show. You know, I gotta say— And you didn't know that. I didn't know that. So when you came for me, it's Uh, like, so I watched that today, and I, like— horrible about that. It, like, made it—like, I couldn't—like, I wanted to kind of recap and and watch a couple episodes because a lot of you guys have so many questions. Um, And it was tough for me to watch. And honestly, I couldn't even watch my exit for six years. Um, it was so painful and it was so um, kind of traumatic for me. I, I just felt like I had like a, a breakdown. Um, but going back to that. Yeah, I actually want to get into that yeah. too a little bit because um, the, I got to say, at the time I had everything that she's talking about right now, I was completely yeah. unaware of. I didn't, because we weren't close we weren't really there. Talking. So I couldn't like pull her aside and say, hey girl, like this, this is what's, what's going, going on. on in my life. Yeah, and had she, I would be like, oh, you know, I'd yeah. be sensitive yeah. to that. But, You'd find something else to like conjure up or something right. or somebody else. Exactly. But, yeah. And that's like, that was nuts because yeah, we were sort of like separate. We were even like in separate bedrooms. Yeah. I was literally just with Megan and, and Brandy mm-hmm. C and we were just operating separately, really. Sure. Yeah. And so I remember how that all started. Brandy C was um was feeling a little bit picked on and, and ganged up on. I think a few things had happened, some of it like not even on camera, where she felt like people were like coming after her and like putting her down and she just you know, and and you know, God bless Brandy C. She's like always she's like such a like a soft Bubbly. energy and yeah. yeah. And so I Remember when we went out? We went out uh, when we were dressed in the ugly yeah. suits and everything. I actually had a lot to drink yeah, you, that day you too. Guys had, oh, you drank a lot too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did but you? I didn't drink for the same reasons. I was just like, this is ridiculous. I'm having fun. Okay. I think at one point I was like, they took us to a bar, and I yeah. think I was dancing on the bar, and I was like, they had shoved all this like <laughs> cotton in my ass, yeah. and I was like pulling it out and like handing it to people, <laughs> <laughs> like wearing it as a mustache. I was just like having a great time with yeah. it, just being ridiculous. And so Brandy C was having a hard time, and and I was just not being clear headed because I was drunk too. And when we got back to the house, I was like, Brandy C was just like really upset, and somehow it was it it fell on to you. I'm yeah. not exactly sure even how that happened. Yeah, I don't know either. But I was like, well, let's just let's just go get Heather. And I was kind of thinking like, you know, I never pick on like the small guy. Like there was um 
There's been a couple of other Rock of Love seasons, not ours, where yeah. I felt like people who were trying to be the badass ended up going for like the the small guy, so to mm-hmm. speak, or like the, the the soft, easy target. Yeah. I always try to go for people who I think can handle it. Like I always thought Dallas could handle it. She's like a tough girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Jeff Jess could handle it. And I always thought that you could handle it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. go for like soft energy people to yeah. pick on because that's like not fair. You yeah. Know? So I didn't realize that you were having this sort of like momentary crisis. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, like, hey, Brandy C, let's go get, let's go get Heather. Yeah. And I was really sort of like, we both were kind of like, you Just know, amped charging, up and amped drunk up and, and drunk. Yeah. And so a lot of people think that I set Brandy C up on purpose. And and to be honest, that was not my intention. Mm-hmm. Brandy C had been coming to me going like, I feel like I've been picked on. And I was like, you know what? Go get your, go get your pride back. Go get your ego back. Let's go. You go and like show them what's what. And I will like back you up is basically where I was coming from. And again, as I'm always thinking, it'll make good fun TV. Yeah. So we go upstairs and, um, and you were in bed and, and we just both like just, uh, in hindsight now, totally unfairly kind of ambushed Oh my you. gosh, I watched that today and, and I was like, holy Oh, it was a total shit. ambush. And then, uh, but somehow, it like, just so... it just chaos erupted everywhere. And I remember- well, Thank God Brandy M. I mean, she was Brandy, my competition, but she was standing there going, no, no, she was like trying to block like me, the, Lisa. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, you Brandy, know? C, or Brandy M is always the, the voice of reason for sure. Yeah. But then somehow, I didn't even realize this until later, it like destiny, Brandy C like, Turn, you know, it's like when you have a dog that's like freaking out and it's like going after one dog and then randomly just goes after another dog. Yeah. That's sort of like what happened with Brandy C. And somehow it got turned on Destiny. And I don't even know how that Poor happened. Destiny. She was just trying oh, to like say, God. get out. This is getting too. That was so thank- I love Destiny. She was having my back too. She was just basically yeah. like, okay, this has escalated too much. You guys just get out. That Let's- was insane. But it just, it, I did not anticipate that. Yeah. It erupted into such a bigger thing. It than did. I just, I think everybody was drawn. And then at that, that point, was part of the problem. I blacked out. Yeah, I completely so blacked out. you know out. what happened after that? After, after um, the whole, when the whole spitting thing, that just like set me off. Like that whole thing that happened, that was I was nuts. like, just I was like debilitated. I couldn't like fight for myself. But then I, I gained like a second wind and I was like, to hell with that. But then I blacked out. So oh, then that's man. when I came looking for you. And that's when the whole A-list celebrity thing that, happened. I gotta say for being blacked out, that was like the best line <laughs> It's a great line. Ever. We all have t-shirts. That but I literally ever. do not remember that at all. I watched it when you guys watched it. Because I, I was like slurring. I really was just blacked out. And then, um, yeah. And then uh, that, I blacked out a little bit more. And then I think I called my mom, like somebody get me out of here. I called Sham or somebody. And then you came over and you were still starting shit. Mm-hmm. Like you're still like antagonizing when I'm on there, like somebody get me out of here, yeah. you know? And then that's when I had that plate of food and then I threw <laughs> you it. You checked that. You're a good plate thrower, by the way. Yeah. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I got to say, I don't know what would have happened if it would have hit me, but I just feel like the the planets aligned. Well, like that I was MVP softball, so I do have a good aim. So I really, really, truly wasn't aiming for your head. I was aiming close to your head to scare you. you but scared I, the crap I, out no, of me. I really, I like, I threw it to. The, if you look at my arm, I threw it to the left. Yeah. You However, really like hit. even in my, even if, even in my athletic state, I was still drunk, and I, yeah. I, I don't know if I could have hit you in the head, but I didn't want to. Heather's not a violent person. I did that would not, have never happened. I didn't want, I mean, I can be dramatic, especially in, in the yeah. cameras on and whatnot. And yeah. when I drink, it I'm, just, it, it made a really good statement. Basically. Yeah, and it was so, good TV. Yeah, it was great TV. So then I kind of came to then, and then— um, I'm going to actually say something. This, this just popped out of my head. I haven't been watching Charm School so or, or Rock of Love. I need to get back and watch these episodes if I'm doing a podcast about it. <sighs> but um, I'm sort of just going off of memory. But I got to say, I got to give you props about something, because I, I definitely tormented poor Heather. And for that, I'm really sorry, especially knowing <laughs> now what, what she was going through. I had no idea. But, um, but I got to tell you something. In the middle of all of that, uh, right before Charm School started um, started filming, I had put a dog to sleep that I was like, it was so oh, devastating. No. I mean, if, if you guys know me, I mean, you know, I'm an animal rights yeah. activist, but I am like obsessed with my dogs and, um, and my dogs are like my children. And so I had put a dog to sleep and, um, and I was, it was so devastating. And I had another dog who, um, I had multiple dogs at the time. I still have multiple dogs, but, uh, I had another dog, a great Dane named Story and Story had neurological problems that was manageable. And, uh, when I put my my other dog, Susie, to sleep. Susie and Story were like best friends. And then Story became like just really depressed and so much worse. Aww. So during charm school, 
I had been calling my roommates. Um, this is before I was married. I had been calling my roommates like to check in on Story, the Great Dane, like how's yeah. she doing? And they're like, she's so depressed because Aww. not only did her doggy friend but get you're not there either. I'm not there either. She's like, what's going we're on? We're gone for a month, and they're like, her neurological problems are getting like, really bad. And I remember like sort of having a little bit of a breakdown because I felt so much guilt that like my dog is going through an emotional crisis and I'm not there for her. Yeah. And um, and it was really really hard for me, and even though I had just like tormented the hell out of you, and and we were going this whole thing. You were still like very much there for me, and you, yeah, you I knew, remember this conversation that we had on there. Yeah, could you know how I feel like you, my dogs are? To yeah, me. I'm the same way with my dog, and I, you know, you just got to put shit aside and like be compassionate. She totally did. So yeah, um, I just thought like I forgot about that until just right now. Yeah, I just wanted to, like share that. And with I was everybody. like, oh, that that sounds familiar. We did talk about yeah. on there. Heather and I got really like a lot deeper than you guys even are aware, which is why we're able to do this podcast. So yeah, well. you know, everybody's like, oh, you and Heather. Like you're you're so authentic and you're so organic, but yeah. like we really always had a connection. And even yeah. when we were throwing plates at each other, or I was giving but, her panic attacks. Like yeah. we still, we still. But we've lived together so many times. Like we've we've shared homes and, and places so many times, multiple times. And that only happens when there's a camera, a paycheck, and alcohol. We don't live our normal lives like that. Like <laughs> exactly. there's never. I stay with her every time I'm here to work on this, and we've never thrown plates. That's true. We yes. actually sit and have heart to heart talks. That's you know, and her and her husband, they do their thing. And me and my dog, we do our thing. Um, and so it's not, it's the complete opposite of really of what you see yeah. and what you would, yeah, what you'd see on charm school, um, you know, and just our daily normal lives. That's, we're not throwing plates. We're relatively and, boring. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> we're going to ruin it for all these people. I know. They're like. And off. <laughs> yeah. We, we feel all the computers shutting down. Like, <laughs> yeah. So um, I think there was more that I wanted to talk oh about. Oh, God, there was so much. I with just, like, charm gotta, school. Yeah. Um, so you want to go through some questions because that'll yeah. trigger my answers because there was a couple more there things I lot. wanted to, to get through. Okay. Um, oh, wait, while you're looking, yes. yeah, I just remembered. Um, so basically when I got eliminated, I just, I really, I think Sharon eliminated me because she just felt bad. Like, you just don't need to be here. Like, this is tormenting you. Yeah. You're miserable. Well, um, actually, that's when you had your, uh, you had the really honest moment where you were sharing with yeah. Sharon about smoking marijuana yeah. and how that helped you with anxiety and things of that nature. But you felt like it was, yeah. I mean, you were really just like, your heart out. Totally. And it was I think that's why— brave of you, yeah, to be honest. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. So Sharon was really open as far as like there were a couple times where I was just falling apart uh, because I just wasn't on my regimen. And um, I, I was just basically going through withdrawals. That's just the bottom line with everything because I just cold turkeyed everything. Um, I still can't believe you did that. And I it know. went on like the most chaotic TV show there is after cold turkey. Yeah, I had that's no insane. like anxiety medicine after this whole oh situation. I'm like, no, no, I'm not doing if I fall apart on here, fine. If I fucking fall apart, whatever. But at least it's the real me, da-da-da. Yeah. So I, you know, I had um, a couple heart-to-heart crying conversations with her and she was just so compassionate. With Sharon? Yeah. Yes, and very... so kind. And she was just like, oh, Heather. She's just like, you know, this isn't this isn't rehab. And I'm like, yeah. I know. It's so probably, it's not the right. I'm looking at it like it is though. Let yeah. Me so who so, would you say um, that you were, was there any of the girls that you were, that you felt close to? Or was there somebody that you felt like, or did you feel sort of alone? I just, you know, I felt kind of alone. Um, it's not that I didn't, you know, I had fun. Like when Frenchie was there, I had fun with her. Or like, you know, um, with everybody, I had some fun conversations minus, you know, a couple people. But, um, you know, for the most part, I did feel alone. Um, I just, I wasn't comfortable. I was kind of miserable. But the show was so freaking great. So I'm happy that I did it. But here's the kicker. So when I got eliminated, um... I went back to the hotel room and um, finally was given anti-anxiety medication, my medicine, and I was finally like, okay. And then they basically was told, well, you know, you were supposed to win this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Be- Because wow. they knew that they had already, my, I wasn't going to get my show. So they wanted me to win this, so then I wouldn't mm. give them shit oh. for not having my, so then I'm like, oh, really? Wow. That's why when I came back, I was tightened up. I was like, okay, wow. I'm going to come back in and win this. That's crazy. I literally thought like I was going to come back in and win it. Yes. But it was too late and that's just not, I couldn't keep it together. But I, it, again, nobody's telling me these things like, hey, we're just wow. kidding about your show. The developmental deal is going to expire and wow. we're going to have you on all this and you're not going to get your own show. Had I known any of this, I, you know, so, um, 
But yeah, so I came back and I was like, I felt refreshed and um, I thought I was, okay, let's just do it. I have a couple more episodes, I could do it. And then that didn't turn out. And it was the same type of mindset when I came back on Rock of Love 2. I totally thought that I was going back in the competition and then I would go all the way to the end. So I, you know, I just a couple of times just thinking the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. It's, it's really hard when you're in those situations, though, because, it's yeah. just, you know, you're trying to be strategic and then, you know, information is changing. Right, and, you know, right. You're misled um, and then, you know, people come out of the woodwork. Oh, we're going to give you this show and that show and this show and that show. And that's kind of what happened. Um, so you see on Charm School, I've got, you know, um, new, new representation and people come out of the woodwork and we're going to put you in this and this and this and this. And you're so excited because you think it's all really going to happen. Yeah. But um, not all of change. it happens and some of it does, but not all of it happens happens, but then they kind of just made a spoof out of me, like, I'm just so blah, 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 blah. But that people come out of the woodwork and they tell you that. Yeah. So, you know, I was just like, well, let's just run with it. But, um, well, let's go back to the very beginning of Charm School. Okay. So, um, cause that was sort of, um, it was sort of interesting how the producers kind of put that together. So yeah, we wanted, let's talk about your entrance. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yes. Let's talk about your entrance. 100%. Okay. So, um, Okay, so how did that even start? Well, it was this was sort of the producer's idea, and I went with it because, as Heather explained earlier, uh, you know, in doing these shows as an individual, you're always trying to figure out like what can I do to stand out, you know, and like aside from me being the villain character and having red hair, which that by itself stands out, but then like at the end of um, at the end of Rock Rock of Love season one, that's why I had my band Nocturne come on and perform because that makes me stand out. So just like right. any little thing that you can, it's you and twenty girls, and so that's that's how we sure. think. So, um, but this one, the entrance to uh, Charm School, this one truly was the producer's idea, and I just went with it. And I was, was just happy great. that they were willing to do this. So, yes. okay, if you guys remember on the parents episode of Rock of Love One, <laughs> my asshole dad, so funny. Uh, who makes me crazy a lot of the time, he went on there and was basically bragging about like how much money our family had or whatever. So um, just, I don't know if you guys have dealt with this at all, but my dad has um, narcissistic personality disorder, which is really, really difficult to deal with. And so one thing that my dad does is he likes to, to brag about things and talk about how much money he has and talk about how cars he drives. And my mother is completely opposite of that. She is very conservative and okay. she's very humble. And she's like, you do not brag. And um, my, and also my, my dad sort of like painted the picture that we were like Donald Trump wealthy. And, and that just like was not the case. Yeah. I mean, we, we did, a, we did pretty well. And yes. I told you guys before I rode horses growing up mm -hmm. and that, you know, cost sure. money and things of that nature. But it, we weren't like Richie Rich over here yeah. necessarily, but he did yeah. like to paint the picture. That's what it was. Sure. So did you guys, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, okay. I, but I'm really want to know, and I know a lot of people want to know, did you guys have a conversation prior? Cause when he said about the prenup thing <laughs> or the hair thing, did, did you know he was going to no, say that shit? No, no, but it, that was hilarious. Was really so my dad is definitely as, just as much He's as smart. Ballsy. He's a smart ass. That's where I get it from. Yeah. My mom is like very sweet and very soft and compassionate. I, you know, and that's yes. why I get like my love for animals and my right. humanitarian side. Yes. I get from my mother. My dad's like smart assness. I get that from him. And um, so he, we didn't, well, I didn't even know that the parents were coming. That yeah. was a surprise to me. That was a surprise to you, right? Yes. It was a surprise to all the girls when the parents showed up. And um, I didn't get to like consult with him or talk to him. But had I done so, I would have. I, I will tell you guys, I was mortified, mortified were you at that when lunch? we were at the dinner table at Rock of Love season oh. one, when he starts talking about like money, 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 I was just like, because that is so just- So that would embarrass you? That was incredibly embarrassing because okay. I think that That's is- That's probably what people want to know is if you're yeah, on board with that type of, no, or if that actually embarrassed you. mortified me because okay. I think that kind of like bragging about money, that is- incredibly tacky. That is not my style. It yeah. is like classless. Yeah. That is not how I roll. Right. And, and he's done pretty well um, in his life with money and he's helped, definitely helped me out here and there, but that's, that's his thing. That's not my thing. Sure. So when he sort of made that, like that was my thing too, I was just totally mortified, but there, there was no way to like, in that moment, there was nothing to be said. Yeah. There's no way to combat that. No. And even if I had said something to him, like, Dad, shut up. Like, like that's really embarrassing. You don't need to talk like that on national television. The producers would have not even included that had I, like, tried to calm that, yes. you know? So, um, so anyway, so going into charm school now, the producer— So I became this, like, 
you know, oh, Lacey's like the rich girl. That became right. like the thing. I was like, whatever, you know, I've been called worse. So <laughs> I just kind of go with it. Yeah. So the produ- so the producers on Charm School were like, hey, Lacey, wouldn't it be really funny if we have these girls like coming in on the on the school bus and you come in on in the limousine? And I was like, hell yeah. Right. Oh, not because I wanted to look like the rich girl, but only because Comfort. I, I well, no. And who wants to be in a that actually wasn't it either. It was <laughs> just because being with I knew everybody else. It would piss the hell off of all of you oh, girls. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, anything to piss them off. Yeah, and for sure. again, like, make, stand, stand make out. you stand out. Right. So like, and I just knew that was going to just infuriate you guys. And also, <laughs> the way that they were saying it is that when the limo pulls up, the girls are going to think that it's Sharon getting out. They're going to see it's Lacey getting out. And that's just going to piss them off. So I was like, I'm totally on board. So I'm like, can yes. I be naked? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, what so, a bummer. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Topless in a skirt or something. I know. Oh, full badge coming for you. Full. So um, I'm just kidding. I didn't want to be naked. But uh, <laughs> but when we were um, when we were filming, they had the, uh, the driver got out and he gave me this wad of cash. And he was like, uh, hey, Lacey, so your dad decided to like, give you some money for, well, first of all, what am I going to buy in charm school? It wasn't like we right. might go shopping or anything. So that wasn't- that <laughs> was piss everybody off. That was one thing that like, that wasn't true. My dad didn't give them money to How give How much to was me. it? And did you it keep like, it? It was like 200 bucks. Oh, hell yeah, I kept that shit. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, and I'm like, in my pocket. In my bag. Um, but yeah, so that was one thing that like the producers sort of like concocted on yeah. their own. But I totally went along with it just because I knew it was going to just be one more reason to make me like the the bad girl on the, the one it that It was brilliant. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was I mean, good. I talk shit. I think they put that in my ear, but I was happy to say it anyways because I would have liked to come out in the limo any damn way. It's the truth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. So yeah. um, the other thing I wanted to address is um, everybody, I, I get asked this all the time on social media from all the girls. I always want to know, how do I get my hair this red? And that's something that everybody wants to know. So I'm going to finally come clean and give you guys... <laughs> So my actual natural hair color, which I haven't seen in like 20 years. Right. But my natural hair color is um, blonde. I'm sure it's probably not blonde anymore. It's probably dirty blonde and gray and God knows what else. Yes. But, Heard um, that. But basically, to get my hair this color, uh, what I do is I bleach the roots about like every six weeks or so. Okay. Then I wait until I'm on my period and okay. menstruating okay. and I take it and I rub it all over my hair. Uh, just like <laughs> just like that girl and said. Yeah. See a period head. <laughs> Perfect. I love that. That, was, that really was a funny, that, that was, was really a, a funny comment. comment. Her hair looks like my period. Her hair looks like my period. Was that Brandy M that said that? I don't know who said it, but it's whoever chimed that out or chimed in or whatever. That was a really funny. Call. I, I know, lost I actually, it. I thought it was so funny. I didn't hear that in real time. You didn't? No. Oh, you heard it when you watched it? And in fact, when I watched oh, it back. So they, good. Maybe they, they spliced it in anyways. Who I don't knows? Know. Well, they cut no, to me. because I heard it when I was standing there. Okay. So I, I was laughed. On, well, if you guys remember, I was on the far, oops, I was on the far end of the group because yes. I showed up last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I didn't hear that comment, but I remember they did cut to me sort of just like looking off into the distance. Yeah, yeah. That's probably because I didn't hear it. But watching <laughs> it back, I was like, that's pretty good. It's that's really good. good. I thought it was a good comment. Yeah. So, Going yeah. back to your dad really fast while we're on this the topic, there was a question about um, when your dad, when I uh, came out of the shower. Oh. Let me clear this up really quick. Yes. So Lacey and I had, that was our room that we roomed in. 18. This is back to Rock of Love. Yeah. Just because we were, it just triggered my memory the about your dad. Episode, the yes. parents episode. Yeah. And we have a question in there. This is another one. You guys are asking like how much is edited and how much is real. This is really this edited. This is sort of like, this is sort of a dirty trick. It was a really dirty trick, but it made good TV. So, um... Lacey and I had moved into the upstairs bedroom and we created like the A-team and whatever. So we stayed there the whole time until it was just like us in there. When the parents came, they went into, there were three bedrooms in this place and they were just full of bunk beds. So, but Lacey and I still had our bedroom. Even if you watch the episode, she's getting ready and I'm like, wonder what we're doing today because that was our room. So I think I had my parents, my dad and his wife. But I didn't know that because we took off first. Right. So we took off, my date left first. So it wasn't until like later on that I got back and I took a shower and I came out and your dad was laying there because they had uh, moved into that room. I d- didn't know. And the- they were exhausted too. Yeah. Because when the parents got there, they had been on a flight. And, and then we had to go this. out to, yeah. you know. So I remember my dad went to go. He's like, I just want to lay down. He was worn out. Right, so, right. And then you went in to go change. I went in to go sh- a shower. I don't remember. Was it before I went out? No, no, because we left right then and there to go. So it was afterwards, after our date. So, but I didn't know that where our parents had, I, I knew that mine were upstairs, but I d- didn't even register that the other ones would be in another room. So yeah, I didn't even think parent, about it. Whose is in which room? Yeah, we didn't so I know. just was thinking it's Lacey in, in my room and we like 
walk around topless anyways. Like, yeah. we, it would be no big deal. But then when I walked out, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, they must have moved in this room. I didn't know. So I did not do that on purpose. I didn't walk out for dad to see me topless. I didn't know they moved in the room. And I didn't even see him, like, looking at me. So when yeah, so, yeah, they, they edited, edited that, it to make it look like he was, like, staring at you, yeah, changing. Yes. And that didn't happen. But when saying. I went to go do, no, I didn't notice it. Yeah. I was too embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh. And I turned around and I was just trying to like, and then get out of there. Yeah. So I didn't even see that. But it was later when I went to do my commentary, they were like, oh, so what do you think about uh, Lacey Todd? Is he being a creep? And I was like, okay, creepy creeper ten. But right. So that's why I threw in that bit, but yeah. I didn't see it and I didn't do it on purpose. Well, his wife was there. So I'm pretty sure she would have murdered him had he been like checking out with some other girls. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Chess. So that was so, uh, that was a producer a nice, trick. Yeah, that was trick. a nice producer, yes. producer twist. But I was not coming out in the buff trying to woo her dad. Yes, and he was not being <laughs> He was staring. not. No, I did not no. feel any like weirdness. I didn't even see it. I, I watched it like when you guys watched it. But I threw that I threw that creepy creeper to in. I, on the like other that. hand, um, stare at Heather a lot when she's not looking and she doesn't know. And so... Um, Confession time. So um, maybe I'm the creepy creeperton. Creepy creepertons. They're everywhere. They are. They are everywhere. Yes. Maybe even so, sitting in the chair next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to charm school. So let's get back to the um, question. You know, one thing that was um, uh, before I even read, I just thought of something. Uh, that back to um, one thing that was kind of cool. That was like another real moment between you and I was when we were asked to do um, either like songs or performances or something like yes. that. And I wrote a song on the um, acoustic guitar. You did. And um, it was... Uh, what was that called? Because somebody had mentioned it on there too. They said they liked that song and your shallow song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I, but I can't remember because I didn't watch that episode today. I actually wrote that song um, right then and there. You like, did. So that, that was not, wasn't that a was song not, that you had prior. No, that was not a song wow. I had prior. And so I had brought my acoustic yeah, I guitar. I wondered that if that was like... Yeah, no, that was... a. And in fact, I... The producers, when when all the girls were like uh, sent off to do for one of the challenges to do like you know either write some of them wrote poetry or spoken yeah. word or different things right and um, and I knew that I was going to write a song because that's just like that's the only talent I have either that or I can train your dog but that's not it and, <laughs> I feel like uh, those are both actually really good talents I can, that most and people I'm can't really do. good at making out too so <laughs> you know I can body do shots you're good at body, body shots. shots yeah exactly and streaking so, and streaking you're a really yeah. good streaker yeah so that's pretty much like all my talents that I have in that <laughs> otherwise I'm just like I'm lost but um, <laughs> I'll make out with you I'll train your dog I'll play a song that's all I got and I'll so, torment you if you get on reality TV there you go so yeah. exactly <laughs> so uh, but that but you know back to the whole thing about like you were consoling me about my dog and everything so they there was a few things that they didn't really show that didn't make a lot of sense and I was definitely emotional when I wrote, I wrote that song because you know I was just thinking about it I mean music is is um is definitely like an emotional thing for me anyway because like what we talked about before that's the time that you really like you... it's, it's how you bear your soul because yeah. I'm not I'm not really a type of person that likes to like talk about feelings I feel like a lot of musicians that. are like that though yes. you guys um, you bottle up things and you use you use your um, music as an outlet it is like a, yeah. like a therapy like a therapy right yes. so when we were all all of us girls were working on our on our um, performance pieces I remember I had my acoustic guitar and I had my piece of paper and my pencil. And one of, and as soon as I started working, one of the cameramen came in and just like basically plopped himself down in front of me and started filming me right. And I was just like, nope, out, 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 oh, out. Oh, did it mess up your... Yeah, I can't, I can't be creative when someone's watching me Oh, really? You all. have to just be completely like in solitude? Just by myself. Just and you in and fact, like a pen? Yeah, and in fact, okay. even the way I've done um, my bands, um, a lot of... People who are in a band who are musicians, they like work as a group and they do like jam sessions and they write as a group. Mm -hmm. I have never been able to do that. I cannot write really? with another person it's because it's thing. such a like a soul bearing right. thing that I can't do it with another person sitting there. You just have to me. sit and dig deep in your own soul. Yes. Right? I just have to be silent and be quiet. And then also, like, I want to just say or sing or, or write whatever comes out. It may be like stupid or it may not, it may not be the thing that I, yeah. but you have to kind of go through all the stupid ideas to get and to like cross the really, off, cross and it then off, you'll get, get some to good, good stuff. Idea. Yeah. yeah, and then also just like knowing how these producers work, like they'll just take all like the worst that totally. I did. Totally. so I literally, <laughs> I'm rarely like, um, like bossy with the producers. Like usually I just like go with the flow when it's these shows. But literally when he came in and sat down, I was like, nope, out, out, out. And then um, he was like, so she's not letting me film her. Like he was like, 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to partake in this challenge if you yeah. guys film me do this. Like, this is a private, personal moment. Sorry, yeah. you don't get to film everything. So, right. so he left. They actually left me alone. They respected that, which I was shocked. That's nice. So I got to write my song. And then um, and then I really, you know, I was just thinking, because you and I had been through, like, legitimately so many ups so and downs. Much. Like, like, making a TV show stuff aside, we were legitimately friends and had been through a lot. And so when I was doing the song, if you guys watched me perform— uh, on that, I was just like playing my acoustic guitar and I was kind of like, you know, looking down at my hands and just kind of like really into the thing that I was doing. And then I just happened to glance over at you and you had a tear in your eye. And I was like, ah, oh. well, I'm, big so- I'm the sap, I'm a softy anyway. I'm the same. <laughs> and like, if I got to say, crying is my kryptonite. Like yeah, if anytime anybody cries, it just pulls it out I of me. I know, me and too. So, but it was, that was kind of a cool episode because that yeah. was really sort of like a real moment between right. us, I thought. Yeah, and I don't think people thought that that was real and that, you know, so it's good that you're saying that you actually wrote it that day. And so that means a lot. It's I think it very was a meaningful. Bit, yeah, and I think it was a little bit, it, yeah, exactly. I think it was a little bit confusing to people because that was like the moment, like I, no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't be Rock of Love villain Lacey. That yeah. was like What's real, good though. That was like the real raw me in that little moment in time. Yeah. You know? No, I'm glad that I needed that because it was so hardcore, the the situation prior. Yeah, so it, was, it was intense. The only other time you guys will have seen me like fall out of character momentarily <laughs> was the Raven wig situation. People want to know all kinds of stuff about her. I don't know much about her. She did not open up. Um, I don't yeah. know. They, they want to know how she got cast, why she left or didn't get eliminated. I don't know any of these things. Unfortunately, I've not spoke with her since then. I don't really I, think I, anybody had I don't even know how it. they found her. I don't think they, I don't even know how the producers found her, but she, she was miserable the whole time. She, she didn't want to be there. I don't know. So I, I don't know. You never know. Um, People's if, path or well, and you don't also know if if they're the ones that are supposed to be cast anyways. You don't know if a couple other people backed out because you yes. know there's always extra people. Anytime you do shows, there's always extra people in, in the hotel room. Yeah, and you know they, yeah, so they can like if somebody is like I gets cold feet, then they can like, actually. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, but but she seemed really miserable. She didn't seem gung ho yeah. about going in there. Before so. we get into Raven, I just thought of something, okay. and I know you guys are going to want to know this too. So, okay, there as she just said, this is what triggered this memory. Um, there was a, a lot, they always have more girls than they need because yes. some of the girls have to be sent home. And you guys are gonna wanna know this and a lot of the haters out there always talk about us having like STDs and all that stuff. So this is actually the real deal. Uh, on Rock of Love, they actually made all of us get STD tests. And I love money. Anytime yeah. there's co-ed, we had to get we had to get blood tests. STDs. HIV, STD. We everything. also had to go Herpes. see a shrink. Um, sure we had to get crazy. psychiatric and, and a lot of- Psychi- I passed the psychiatric evaluation. You did. Yeah. yeah. That's what a psychopath I am. Right. <laughs> you fooled them. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so what's funny is that- Because it's a liability if not. Right. You know? So what's funny is that um, some of the girls didn't pass the, the STD test. Exactly. And so we'd see girls at the hotel before filming started and they're like, where's so-and-so? Like, oh- she got the herpes. Or so-and-so, um, <laughs> like, was supposed to go and be on I Love Money and da-da-da. But then the test yep. came out. She had whatever. So yep. then— Got the warts. Right. Something or other. <laughs> so, I don't so, even know who. I, I don't remember. I don't either. But, but yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you want to know. So. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but— um, But, yeah, so that just to clear it all up, um, we all—all all of the females had— uh, you know, drug—or not drug tests, but blood tests. Um, Did they drug test us? No, remember. there would be no cast. That's really weird. There would be zero cast. I know, right? You can't. I mean, <laughs> everybody's on some type of uh, medicine, Something. you yeah, know, so. True. Yeah. And you really kind of need it. Yeah. Going I'm in no this I know. crazy loony bins. Right. So with the, um, was that was that day one with the whole stuff with Raven and, and, so, and then Courtney and... I really loved Courtney. I thought she <laughs> was, great was great TV. She was kind of like a Tiffany. She I was like a Tiffany. I feel like those characters she slept through should've... the first elimination. <laughs> I feel like those two those two characters should have stayed a little bit longer. Yeah. But I think also that they were tough to kind of manage. Yes. Because they're just yes. so wrecked. They can't get up to go to elimination. So they're like, okay, well. Yeah. Well, I remember what sort of got me onto Raven was Yeah, what even so happened with that? Jessica Kinney, who I had I'd only recently met, but I really liked her. We love a lot. her. She's she'll so be on, sweet. Yeah, she'll be and on the show. The thing about Jessica Kinney is she's like this little sweet, soft-spoken blonde. But that girl is really, really smart. Oh, she's really she's smart. Very smart. She's a hardworking girl. She's yes. very successful. Yep. She's done a lot of great things for herself. 
and her she's career. She's a good person. She's just a good person. Yeah. She's like just we the love most her. solid. She's been so, so supportive too. She's always yeah. putting comments and she says, when, so I like Tierra Skulls. When she's going to be a cast member? <laughs> exactly. So we need to give exactly. you the comment of the week one of these days, yes. Jess. Thank you. So indeed. So um, there was a moment, I can't remember if they aired it or not, but um, I was upstairs at the Charm School house and it was me and Jessica and um, Raven. Okay. And so Raven started talking really condescendingly to Jessica and basically was like, had, you know, was judging a book by its cover and was basically calling her like a dumb bimbo blonde, basically, which Jessica is not. There's a lot of bimbo blondes, no. but she's not one of them. No. Um, so she was really being condescending. And uh, so I was like, you know me, I'm always looking for reasons to like mess with somebody. And so <laughs> and so I was like, well, I'm going to stand up for Jessica Kinney. Yeah. So then we were all downstairs by the pool area and I'm always, you know, I don't want to like, hurt somebody emotionally or physically or whatever, but I'm yeah. just trying to figure out a way to like, you know, like when I push Jess in the pool, like right. something that's like seemingly harmless to me, um, but is just like funny and silly and just prankster kind of mentality. Yes. So I had concocted this idea in my head to like, with the guise of like, I'm standing up for Jessica Kinney and going to put this girl in her place now. I, the hair, I was like, I don't know what's happening with the hair, but there's no way that's her real hair. Okay. And so in my mind, I I thought that she was wearing a wig cap and a wig. That's what I thought it was. And so I was like, how, in my head, I'm like, how funny would it be if I just walk over there and she, we're like, she's in the middle of her, like, oh blah, 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 blah. And I just go over there and I just like yank that wig off of her and she's standing there with her wig cap and how funny would that be? And, and that was how it was going to go in my head. So okay. I'm like, okay, let's implement this plan now. And so I go over to her. And as you guys have seen, I yank on it really hard because I thought it was going to come off. Right. It's sewn in though. And it was sewn in. I was yeah. like, oh. Because like, oh, that, because first of all, I didn't mean to like hurt her. Yeah. And like that could not have felt good. And yeah. it was just like, it was not how I planned it at all. <laughs> and I was like, ah, abort, abort, you know, abort, but it was mission. too late. I honestly, I can't believe she didn't punch me in the face right then and there. But, um, <laughs> but that was what it was supposed to be. So that was like one of the other times you actually saw me fall out of character because I was like, ah, I thought it was wig. I didn't mean to do it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but did so not so, go as planned. That was not how it was planned. But then shortly after that, um, I think Courtney like fell over in her chair. It was like 15 other like insane things happened. Yeah, like, yeah. Back that was back. so funny. She was so wasted. Oh my God, it was really crazy. So yeah, anyway, well, uh, we yeah, have like get... 50 more of these things. I think we only have a few minutes left in this, but you know what? We uh, can definitely continue more with um, Charm School. Let's, let's do one more though. Let's find yeah, let's another Let's do one more one. and then we'll just continue on on episode six. So you guys will yeah. have to tune back in next week. Definitely. Um, I got to give a shout out to one of our fans, Wild Boy Didi has been so um, supportive online, is always talking to us on Instagram yes. and, and uh, YouTube. He deserves so, a shout out. Yes. So thank you, Wild Boy Didi, for being so supportive. Yes. And Wild Boy Didi asks, um, what did you think about Sharon Osborne? Did she have genuine intentions with helping you guys on the show or was it just for fun and giggles? Um, and, uh, you know, so I know you kind of talked about that a little yes. bit. Uh, I will say, I mean, we both acknowledge that we are big fans of Sharon's and we just think the world of her. Uh, I know when she, um, when I learned Sharon was going to be the, the headmistress, I will say I was really excited, but I don't really get intimidated by very many people, but I was definitely Me intimidated. Because going into this, I had assumed that she had already watched Rock of Love. And I was like, that woman is either going to hate my guts <laughs> or she's going to absolutely love me. Right. I don't know which one it's going to be. Yeah. So um, on the first day of filming, when we were all hanging out by the pool, I sort of had a game plan. And all the girls were sort of talking to each other, getting to know each other. And I was like, the second that Sharon comes out, I knew she was going to get bombarded. And I'm like, I have to be the first one to get to her because I need to connect with her on a real level so that she doesn't hate my guts, you know? Yeah. And so one thing I know about Sharon is that she loves dogs. And so that was sort of my game plan. So the second I saw her, I beelined it towards her. <laughs> I immediately got into like a conversation about dogs so we could have some sort of like common ground. Yeah. And she could sort of see me for my actual personality as opposed to like my villain, like trouble causing self. Yes. And um, and and we had a great conversation. I feel like she sort of got to know me. Um, there was definitely a couple times where she chewed my ass out, I will say, which is definitely yeah. intimidating. You do not want to get yelled at by Sharon Osborne. No, ma'am. But, but um, as Heather said, I thought she was very warm and lovely and she had this like kind of motherly, you know, I vibe. loved her. I so, just, um, she made, she, I'm, I, like literally, I was so happy she was there. I, I just wanted to keep going and finding her and talking to her. She's so great. Because that was like, I felt like she was kind of like my safety net there. 
you know, because I was kind of like loner there, but yeah. I was just like, I kept wanting to go and like talk to her and like. She really cared. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, bear your soul towards her. Yeah, she, she gave me was, such a nice hug at the end. And she's amazing. Yeah, like I, I said, it, um, she was great. Yeah. Like I, I love her then, now, and forever. So we love you, Sharon. Indeed. Thank love you, you Sharon. for doing the show. Yes, that was and so much fun. Dealing so, with us. <laughs> crazies, yes. So uh, I just want to say to you guys, thank you again for all of your support. Be sure to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that thumbs up. And make sure that you share, share, share all of our podcasts on social media. Help us make this thing yes. grow. Go to Spotify. Follow us on Spotify. And if you have any questions or any comments or anything at all that you want to say or know about, just go to the YouTube comments and ask or say whatever you'd like. And we will most likely answer you. We will. And don't forget about Patreon because we want to keep this going and we want to be able to bring cast members in and and uh, really expand this podcast for you guys. And it's... Um, it does cost money it to does. do this, just so, so you know. And yeah. she, she and I are sort of footing the bill right now because yes. we see this thing growing. We're enjoying yes. doing it. We like the interactions with you. But Patreon, um, that money is basically what goes to our costs. To yeah, keep going. So, so it's not like, you know, we're being frivolous with that, with anything like that. We really just want to take what you guys invest and give you great treats and perks and then and just reinvest and to give you even more great entertainment. In fact, so. if you go to Patreon right now and sign up, you can see that uh, there is a place where you can download my tasteful nudes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My nudes are not tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Don't threaten us with a good time. Don't do it. <laughs> Ain't nobody likes us, our booty. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks again. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our new Talk of Love podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with all your friends on all your social media. We appreciate you.